Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The word of God that we want to consider today is our gospel reading for this past Sunday, which was Transfiguration Sunday. We're looking at Matthew chapter 17, verses 1 to 9, where Matthew writes, After six days Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John, the brother of James, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. There he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. Just then there appeared before them Moses and Elijah talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, a bright cloud enveloped them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my son whom I love. Listen, with him I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell face down to the ground, terrified. But Jesus came and touched them. Get up, he said, don't be afraid. When they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus instructed them, don't tell anyone what you have seen until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. My dear fellow worshipers of the Christ, the God-man, about two-thirds of the way through Jesus' public ministry, what Jesus did is he paused from his active routine of preaching and teaching and healing and counseling he paused from all of that to spend a little bit of time privately with his disciples. He went to a remote area of Palestine and, well, went there with the disciples, especially with three of the disciples, Peter, James, and John. We could call his inner circle his closest friends. And just where the three of them went, we are not exactly sure. We know it's called the Mount of Transfiguration. We don't know the location. But it was a rugged place where they would have some time on their own, some private solitude. And Jesus wanted to take those three disciples there so that they wouldn't be distracted by anything else so that they would get the real experience of what was going to go on. And he also didn't want there to be confused onlookers who would just be confused by what was happening here. That's why at the close of the reading, Jesus said, don't tell anyone. They're not going to grasp this. And it wasn't until after Jesus rose from the dead that the news of the transfiguration really spread more. Well, here Jesus withdrew with the disciples and in the Gospels, it tells us often how Jesus would take some time to withdraw from the crowds to spend some quiet time in meditation and prayer. And we're blessed when we do just as Jesus did here. And we don't have to go off into the mountains like Jesus did here. Although we can say it's easy for us to maybe commune with God out there in nature, but we can have 
such quiet time with God almost anywhere. All we just need to do is turn off our cell phones and our computers and our TVs, our music, our stereos. Turn off those things and spend some time, quiet time with God in prayer. And you've often heard me say that a time that I find that works real well for me to get some private time with God in prayer is when I go off and, and run a couple of miles. And, well, you'll have to figure out what works best for you. But like Peter, James and John, and, well, me, we're blessed when we take that time to have some private time with our God to join the Apostle Peter and say, Lord, it's good for us to be here to be spending some time with you. Our reading says, there Jesus was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun and his clothes became as white as the light. What appeared to Jesus' appearance and form in that occasion was as drastic as what happens to the caterpillar that turns into a butterfly or the tadpole that turns into a frog. His appearance, brilliant and majestic. Luke says, his clothes became as bright as a flash of lightning. And Peter, James, and John were so blessed because they got to see Jesus in some of his glory, not all of his glory. They couldn't as sinful human beings have, have grasped that at this particular time. In heaven, we'll all be able to see that. But they saw Jesus in some of his glory. And why did this happen? Well, Within about nine months, Jesus would be entering into the depths of his humiliation by being arrested and mocked and tortured and, and executed in a most horrible way on the cross. And the worst part, being forsaken by God the Father. Well, what the transfiguration had to do is it had to help Jesus through that ordeal, but the transfiguration, it wasn't just for Jesus, it was also for Peter, James, and John. And think about what that meant for them, especially after Jesus accomplished his work, when they could tell people that they were eyewitnesses of Christ's glory and majesty. And well, through this testimony, we too, through the eyes of faith, can see our Savior's glory. It's good for us to be here with these words of Scripture and to witness Christ's glory. There was a tourist to New York City who went to the top of the Empire State Building and, and was able to look down. And when he looked down, he saw all the many people down there. They looked just like ants or even smaller than ants. He said, I would imagine this is the way the people on the earth look to God. But actually, if you think about it, he couldn't have been further from the truth because God doesn't just look down on us from on high and watch us struggle and suffer. He himself came down from his throne on high to live among us and to die on the cross to pay for our sins. 
Right now, we can't see Jesus' face as it shined like the sun, as Peter, James, and John were able to see. But through faith, we're so blessed because we're able to know that Jesus left his throne on high for you and for me. And because the Holy Spirit has blessed us with that knowledge, that means that like Peter, James, and John, We've been blessed through the eyes of faith to see Christ's glory, to see him as the God-man, to see him as our Savior. It's good for us to be here and to witness Christ's glory. Well, to see him in his glory on the Mount of Transfiguration, to see him in his glory as he was also suffering and dying on the cross, and to see him in his glory as he left the tomb and to look forward to seeing him in his glory when he comes back to take us to be with him forever in heaven. Oh, it's good for us to be here, to be around the word of God and to witness Christ's glory. Amen. Let's pray. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus, for giving us this glimpse of your glory, reminding us that you are the God-man, our Savior, and through faith in you, we can look forward to joining you in glory forever in heaven. We pray in your name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.